You are now listening to that meddlesome jerk. Please enjoy responsibly. Welcome to that meddlesome jerk. Today, very, very, very excited. Very excited because not only do we have a guest, it's always a great day when we have a guest, but we have a guest that is nowhere near me out of state, which was very fun for me because usually all my guests are here in San Diego, which limits, as much as I love talking to the people in San Diego, it limits the pool. And I have lots of friends who are scattered about the country or out of country. And today I get to talk to one of them. I'm very excited. Mr. Greg, thank you for being here. <laughs> Hi, glad to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm all the way from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even though that state doesn't exist. It, I, I swear, I've been here. I see the signs. Um, ohio they have a song about it you hear nope. it like it's 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 the it's the anthem they play it every day at noon nope you're nope. really into, you're nope yeah you're you're, <laughs> in, you're you're in new texas oh my god well i mean i'm, I'm uh, i i guess that's why i fit in being a born texan i must be yeah, a, yeah i know i know you, How, you knew that about me though so it is i mean you know what's funny i um Growing up, I had this weird hatred towards Texas. Uh, then, <laughs> then I really hated it when I went that well when I drove through. And then uh, most people do. And then, like one day, I went through it again, and I went through the top part towards Oklahoma. And I don't remember what city I was in, but it was like some small town. And I was like, you know what? It's not that bad. Like, and then I became oddly obsessed with it. Where like Texas was this magical place, and then mm. I almost I almost moved there back in two thousand and eight, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I was I was super close. I the mean, only re- the only reason I didn't was because at the time I went to Northern California on a vacation. And then when I got there, uh, my then girlfriend, now wife, was like, let's stay here. <laughs> and then we did. That was it. Uh, you know, I think Northern California might be a, a slightly better choice in Texas. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some awesome stuff in Texas. But Northern California is pretty nice, too. It's got, a, it's got, its, it's got its perks. It's, I like yeah. it out there. Um, I mean, it was like, dude the when we lived out it was miserable we lived in sacramento Mm. um it was miserable like it was such a miserable time like it it, it like tainted northern california for the longest time for me i like it i like it now but yeah i'm sure you have places like that uh yeah yeah absolutely texas is almost kind of one of those places i'm i'm you know i've stayed out of texas for Oh, I'd say almost 10 years now. Just kind of steered clear of there. 
I get that. Virginia is another one of those states that you never want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've 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 had fun out there. I worked out there for the Navy, uh, and then worked at the theme parks out there, and just you know, uh, yeah. I'd be happy to never step foot in Virginia again. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's like one of those. <laughs> yeah. Give me a few more years, maybe I'll feel better. I mean, there there are a couple nice things out there. Like I would I would gladly go back to work at Bush Gardens Williamsburg because that that was a really fun gig, and the character I played was really fun. Uh, but if I could like go there and then fly out every night to any other state, then that <laughs> then that would work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah of course well i mean i feel that way about lots of places like vegas <laughs> yeah. where it's like i hate fucking vegas but like if i had a job uh you know doing performing or whatever or it, you know any like good job but like i can come back to sin but like yeah fly because i don't yeah. want to do that drive that drive sucks mm. Any any desert drives. Like, it's the reason I don't ever return to Arizona. Well, that and the blistering heat and the fear <laughs> of opening up a door and having a sea of scorpions wash over me as a fucking mountain lion surfs on a skateboard or a surfboard of, of snakes, and then they all just attack me. That's I mean, what I that, think of when I think of Arizona is just that, all of that waiting to attack and kill me. That is a pretty accurate depiction of the wildlife out there. It's seeing scorpions. It absolutely very true. Very true. <laughs> That's all I see is just a wave coming out. I'm like, no. Um, so before we get too lost in, in catching up and talking <laughs> yeah. about the states that we hate. <laughs> it's a whole nother topic, right? So I, I did a podcast not that long ago, like a day or two ago, and with a girl who with one of my friends who's been on here multiple times. And I was re-listening to it, and I'm like, oh my God, we spent way more time talking about something else than the actual subject we like we were talking about the that documentary the tiger king ah uh, yes yeah and like we talked about that for like a good 40 minutes before we got to the actual t- and the podcast is only like an hour long mm. so it's like we, we barely like you know scratch yeah. the surface um so I was actually originally thought about doing this alone and because so the subject of today's discussion is sex and religion, kind of how they work together, um, kind of why the church seems to be adamant about you not doing it before marriage, all that Mm. fun stuff. So originally I was going to do it by myself. I actually recorded an episode by myself and then I erased it. (laughs) I was like, when it came down to it, I was like, ah, it it didn't play out like I wanted it to in my head because, um, well, we'll get to that here in a second, but I was so Um, I, I don't know if you know this or anybody listening, 
I'm, I'm sure people know this. I've, I've said it a little bit, but like I was raised very religious. Uh, I was really raised in a religious household. Like my dad was very, very strict, very, very religious. Um, so everything was just against God, everything. And I remember once when I was in the eighth grade, I was leaving the house and he like popped out the door and yelled. I was like down the stairs and already like halfway across the courtyard. And he's like, don't kiss any girls. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, where he was at of like, I mean, that like for me and my son, when, when he hits eighth grade, that wouldn't, that would be like the furthest thing from my mind Yeah, of like kissing girls. Like I'd be like, don't be fucking trying to reenact these pornos you'd be watching. <laughs> Getting some girl pregnant. Oh geez. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very like, it, it's, I don't want to say wholesome, that that's where his level was at. I was just like, I'm going to kiss any and every girl that I see. You can't stop me, old man. (laughs) (laughs) Not that they wanted to kiss me, but I sure wanted to kiss them. Um, So, so like growing up, I've always had the, the stigma of sex just kind of like pounded into me. Uh, no pun intended. And mm, mm. like like most things in religion, when you ask why, it's you get vague answers or you'll get because says so in the Bible or like they'll throw out a quote or here and there. But there were, you know, I never could comprehend why. And then uh, about a couple months ago, I don't even remember what triggered this thought, but something something did. And I was like, why are they so against it? Like, why is it a thing? Cause it feels like that is such a, a like, it's a huge thing. Yes. In, 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 yeah. in like Christianity and, and whatnot, being Mormon. And like, like I was like, why, you know? And so I set out to find out why. And I did. Now, I will, at the end of this, if, you, if I remember, or if you remember, please remind me to tell you why I did not do this solo. Okay. So, I will pass it off to you and ask you. Oh, dear. Okay. Why, why do you think? Do you have any guesses? Do you know why? Have you anyone ever um, told you? Oh, you well, know what? Actually, let's start with this. Did you grow up religious? Ah, see, I was, I was going to give you a little background. So I was raised Buddhist. Uh, and so in, in, in as much religion you can be, you know, we had meetings and stuff like that. And we, we read from, from the Buddhist texts and, and we're not doing that kind of show. But that, there wasn't so much of a stigma for me growing up. And I was the only child with a single mom who, uh, you know, was a Lashkey kid. Mom worked all the time. Um, I guess I can remember some conversations about it, but it was never really a topic of conversation. And it was never really like, don't go kissing girls. It was just don't fucking get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, I didn't really grow up with much that I can really recall of a, of a sexual stigma. Uh, I know for a period of time, I like was looking at other faiths and kind of stepped in the Christian faith for a while. Uh, I think it was Southern Baptist and I kind of really fell into that for a bit. And I remember, gosh, this was, I think my freshman year of high school, they had the prayer at the pole things uh, where like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, all the all the Christians uh, of the school would go by the flagpole and pray, and we all had like the 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 bracelets or like I'm waiting or I can't remember. I remember like, that basically like a promise ring. Yeah, yeah, we did that whole like that bit of stuff, and that that's about the closest I was experienced that kind of thing in my life mm-hmm. it was just that period of time. Um, but I would say like. I honestly, I think I, th- I think it would have to be uh, some form of control, I guess, uh, uh, of why sex before marriage is such a big thing. You know, it's it's. I don't want to say saving yourself for God because you're essentially saving yourself for your husband. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't get it. Or your wife. Don't be. Sexist. Or your wife. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry. Uh, saving yourself for your spouse. There you happy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I apologize. It didn't mean it come off that way. Um, I'm just no, I'm no. thinking um, about. Yeah. So I, so I mean, most people would argue that almost everything in religion boils down to control. Yes. Now people in religion would argue against that. <laughs> Um, and by the way, uh, disclaimer, none of this is a slight towards religion. Um, this is just a burning question that I had, not a sweeping statement against any church. Fair enough. I appreciate that. Um, so in my digging and I did a lot of fucking digging. So I, went at this hard dude i don't think i've ever researched a subject this hard uh like i've been going at it for a while and i learned a lot like i learned you know i read up on the history of marriage i read up on just anything that had to do with sex and marriage from any form of like religious outlet whether it be christian mormon catholic um Islamic, you know what I mean? Like anything that was out there, I was like, yep, let me, let me get, let me get at this. And I found a lot, a lot of interesting things about the history of marriage. Um, Mainly like when we first started, it was obviously like tribes. There was a head of a tribe and then there was like communal, you know, uh, we had like the, the main guy, he got to have his picking of women and then, you know what I mean? Like it broke right. down yeah. like a hierarchy and, um, and then when marriage came around marriage from what I gathered was solely for offspring purposes and right. meaning, um, that I mean like, okay, I know that kid is mine. Mm-hmm. Because I married this virgin, like you know what I mean. She's mine. She's a virgin. 
And now, you know what I mean? So it, it was specifically for heir slash offspring. And then like it didn't, religion didn't get involved into, uh, into marriage until the medieval times. Really? Yeah. And then like shortly after, you know, maybe not shortly, but that, and then love came into it. Uh, it, 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 loves loves like the last thing well i mean you know making babies making the making the god happy and then oh yeah i guess i have feelings for you well i mean you think about it like if if you boil it down to just how long of a lifespan we used to have you know what i mean like heirs and things were an important thing so it was fucking we didn't have time for love yeah true so, um, I mean, that's just what I got. I, I just felt like everything was so business oriented. Plus, like you, you start reading about certain things where it was like, you know, marriage was strictly offspring, you know, because guys would still have like women on the side, like prostitutes or, you know, with courtesans the, and yeah, you know, sleeping with the, the teenage boys like the soldiers uh in different Mm -hmm. cultures um Mm -hmm. so it wasn't necessarily like oh i've never had sex and now i'm saving myself for you you know the girl like it's like marriage is like i'm I'm so fucking it is very i don't want to say sexist but i mean kind of yeah, very sexist. <laughs> well, yeah, like the history of it very much because like women didn't really have a say. And then like if I married someone and she couldn't provide children for me, I can give her back. That's true. Yeah. Divorce wasn't even a thing until um, the church got involved. And the only reason that it's a thing and it's a, it's so weird because like they consider that like when you get married, you become one with your wife and you become one with God. So you're all three together. It's like almost an analogy. Yeah. And when you're breaking that apart, you're tearing away from God essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I've read, like I reading some things about like how they talked about marriage. It was very romantic and like poetic sounding. Um, even like certain things about sex where it's like, you know, how it bonds you and you're together and it's passionate and you're, you combine to be one and your flesh is entangled, you know, it's like, Oh, all right, I can get behind that. Okay. So history of marriage aside still doesn't answer my question. <laughs> yeah. So I started leaning into the Bible and different quotes and just hitting the internet, hitting up anyone who had any fucking any answers whatsoever. And basically I kept kind of running into the same things. Now I would, if you, if you get to the, like the newer, newer part of the church, they'll explain it a little bit differently and it's fine. Like not, it's fine. It's, um, their main explanations now, at least, 
Like if you were to go to a pastor today and say like, why shouldn't I have sex before marriage? They'll give you a, a laundry list. Kind of the main three being unwanted pregnancies, STD, emotions. Mm -hmm. Those were like the ones that there was, you know what I mean? People put in uh, different reasons. And I mean, for the most part, yeah. Like if you're 15 and wanting to hump, those are great reasons not to have sex. Very true. But you shouldn't also like scare them out of it. Because like, especially during that time, dude, your hormones are fucking raging, raging. It's the equivalent of getting someone who like crawled out of a cave and hasn't eaten in days and there's a rotisserie chicken in front of them. And you're like, nah, uh, uh, you can't touch it. <laughs> and it's like, why not? It's like, I don't know that you know that belongs to that dude you can't touch it it might make you sick it might not but it might you don't know <laughs> you know like you can't tell like a kid who that's like especially you know uh, a boy when they're going through puberty you can't be like nope don't think about that don't do that don't touch us. Nope. Don't you look at the fucking Don't you look at her? Because like, that's all they think of it because like all that testosterone and fucking, you know what I mean? Like everything, yeah. just all those hormones are just fucking going crazy. And it's like, it's to no fault of their own. You know what I mean? Like, right. They, they have no, no teenage, control over that. It, no teenage like, boys wishes be like, Oh, you know what I wish to be horny all the time and in, not in control of my emotions. <laughs> so, uh, so like with the whole abstinence, I'll, I'll get to that too. And here in a second. So I started digging into Bible quotes, finding out, I want to know where exactly in the Bible does it say this? Um, let's see. I found a lot of quotes from a lot of different sources and I'm going to read a couple. So this right. is like from, from all the digging, dude, like the hours of I dug, this is what I found of where in the Bible does it say this? I found Hebrews 13.4, marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Now, what did you get out of that quote? Uh, don't cheat on your spouse and missionary style all the way. For the most part, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 mainly, got, I mainly got uh, <laughs> don't cheat. Yeah. Here, uh, another one I got is it's God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Okay. Right. One more Corinthians six eighteen through 20 run away from sexual sin. Every other sin people do is outside their bodies but those who sin sexually sin against their own bodies. You should know that your body is a temple for the Holy spirit who is in you. 
You have received the Holy Spirit from God, so you do not belong to yourselves because you were brought by God for a price, or you were bought by God for a price. So honor God with your bodies. Okay. So once again, what does that mean to you? Uh, that your vessel is not your own <laughs> and you got to treat it well. Uh, that one just, that one feels weird to me. And I think that maybe comes from my, you know, being outside of the Christian faith. Like I understand bodies a temple. We have that in Buddhism as well. Um, but I don't know, like you, you were bought by God for a price. It's just, and, and don't get me wrong. I get the price. Jesus died for our sins. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know that just, it feels you've, you've, you're, you're not your own person. You're not your own body. You know, if, if, if this temple is, is, is God's temple, then you've just lost all control of it. I think that's kind of where I feel from that. I hadn't yeah. heard that one before, so that one kind of hit me, hit me in an off way. Okay, so here is the quote that I found that says specifically, do not do this before marriage or you will rot in hell. Okay. okay. Are you ready? ready? I'm ready. Where did, I, where did I? Let me look real quick. It's re- oh, yeah, it doesn't exist. Wait, no. No, it there doesn't... has to be one. No. Come on. Dude, okay, you look it up. Anyone who's listening to it, look it up. Most of you have my phone number. If you don't, hit me up. That meddlesome jerk Instagram. It's also my Yahoo mail. I can email me. Prove me wrong. And this is why I didn't do it by myself because I started Uh, doing it and then it became really short. It became more of a (laughs) podcast about the history of marriage. And that wasn't what I intended. I wanted to do why is religion against sex before marriage, not the history of marriage. And, and I realized, I, I was just like, oh, okay, there's, there's nothing. So here's what I thought. Here's, here's okay. the conclusion that I came to. Now, majority of the quotes that are used in any of the websites or any of the places that are like, do not have sex before marriage, they're all along those lines of don't be sexually immoral. Don't be, don't be an adulterer. Don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so the only thing that I get from that is that people back then were no better than cavemen. So it's like, if I have a strong feeling for my neighbor's wife and my neighbor is out plowing the field and I'm like, damn, she I'm looks gonna go good. plow that field exactly i'm gonna go fucking hit her in the head (laughs) drag her off behind a rock and then have my way with her and then throw her right back into her hut you know what i mean like people were savages back then apparently i I mean if you you read the bible and it's like fucking incest and rape and murder and all this now all that shit still happens but that was the only conclusion that I can come to of you have a set of rules for people back, 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 back in the time before there were laws of the land, really. True. It's if you wanted something, you fucking took it. And honestly, that rule stayed for a long time. 
because it was like really unless you had a fucking army to protect you or like you know not unless you didn't have an army to protect you you could kind of do whatever you wanted yeah you know what i mean like a king can declare whatever he wants and have the law of his land but it's if my army is better than yours guess what your law doesn't apply that shit does not fly today Mm -mm. you know what i mean so that was the only thing I can think of, of like why now I can't argue with like their reasoning today of like, hey, it's probably not that great for you, STDs, pregnancy, right. confusing feelings, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and they want like, I get the, the idea of wanting it to be pure and all this shit, whatever. But I am strongly against pushing abstinence and like the purity pledges and all that bullshit. And one of the things that I came across when I was looking at all of this was a lot of uh, purity pledge stuff. And there was a guy who was named Joshua Harris and he wrote a manifesto in 1997 called I Kiss Dating Goodbye, in which he argued for a model of courtship that was supervised by parents with no kissing before the wedding day. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh. yeah. It's, that's pretty hardcore. Um, he has gone on since to apologize and saying right. that like his teachings were misdirected. And also he admitted that much of what he taught was not actually scriptural. <laughs> so he pulled it out of his butt. For the most, yeah, for the most part. And so uh, here's the thing. When it comes to the Bible, there are lots of rules. And some of them are very clear. Do not murder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's like, like not much room to wiggle with that. It's like, well, did he mean murder, murder, or murder? You know, (laughs) yeah, don't fucking murder. Don't murder. Just don't kill. Yeah. Now, with some of the quotes that I read to you, I mean, for a lot of the part, it's like, all right, yeah, I get. Don't adult. Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel, none of those were very like solidly. Don't fuck until marriage. It was don't cheat on your spouse and. Don't be a dirty hoe, boy or girl. I mean, that's yeah. basically that's basically a lot of a lot of it comes from just being sexually immoral. But it doesn't tell you what they right, consider immoral. Not at all. And that's yeah. and that's the dangerous part because you can cherry pick all of these little quotes and make it fit any argument you have. And that's where a lot of it comes from of like, don't, what, no, that's sexually immoral. That's when you're having sex outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. that's, the, that's the dangerous part for me where it's like, and that's another part of the Bible too. A lot of shit is very vague. There's, there's things that are very like, nah, nope, there's no, nah, there's no arguing around that. But a lot of stuff is like that. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, 
don't be sexually immoral, but like, what is your definition of sexually immoral? Because look, honestly, me and you, you know, we're pretty liberal guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a little bit. We're not, yeah. we're not, we're not uptight people, but I can guarantee that like what you, you know what I mean? Like what we consider sexually immoral might divert here and there. For the most part, like there's the big ones of like, well, yeah, I'm not going to fucking rape people and do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, can be a complete scumbag, but there, there's people who are friends of mine who, if I told them what I thought was okay, might pass out. You know what true. I mean? And yeah, vice versa. Like, mm-hmm. um, but like, I mean, for me, it, it boils down to consent and yeah. that's it. Yes. That's a big thing. That, that is the only thing really agreed. Yeah. So for me, consent's really the only thing. Um, but yeah, so, so, so there yeah. you have it. So that, that was the, that's the end of it. Like there, there, <laughs> there's nothing. There's really not much more to go with that. Yeah. We can, we can talk, we start talking about our kinks uh we could start talking about yeah that's interesting like i you know again not coming with that background i mean i've i've read parts of the bible and I, during that time i did study what i could but i never really knew that there was nothing there was no definitive like it's just immor- don't have immoral sex i mean i i knew the adultery but the, the immoral is such a vague thing, <clears throat> excuse me, that that's, that's, uh, that's curious. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, look it up. Try to find I'm it for yourself. Uh, I, I would love to be proven wrong because I, but yeah, I mean, there's plenty of stuff. Uh, but like I said, you can find things for your argument. Like I guarantee if I was telling this to a pastor, or someone who has devoted their life, then they might see my side of being like, okay, yes, it doesn't say word for word, do not have sex before marriage, but yada, yada, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to have the parables. They're going to have the history. They're going to have all the different ways of like explaining it away. They may not turn around and say precisely because that would be lying. Um, but you know they they have their ways of spinning it, and, and every faith does. I mean, uh, I I led in the Buddhist faith, and we would uh, in in translating or, or yeah, I guess translating or making modernizing old texts, we would use modern parables. Like this is why we don't do these things. Da, da, da. So yeah, but yeah, not having a definitive there. It's very curious to me. Very curious. Yeah. I mean, I was let down a bit, honestly. I was hoping. To <laughs> you find... were hoping for more. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, kind of. I was hoping for more. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like in this day and age, um, they're starting to handle it better. But yeah, like it was always just such a weird thing to me because like when you, when you get into researching about it, I said earlier, um, when they talk about 
like post marriage sex, they talk about it like it's a beautiful thing. And it's not just for procreation. Right. Um, they're very much like, no, you know, you, it brings you together. Like it, it's, you express love that yada, yada, like all the stuff that we already know, like they throw in there and, and like, there was a bunch of sites. It's just like, I was surprised how pro they were for it. Cause it was, uh, you know, like post-marital sex, like post-marital sex. Yes. Yeah. Sharing, sharing the marital bed. I mean, I, I, I'm not terribly surprised cause that seems almost as a, a, a modern feeling of, you know, cause as, as we've come into the 21st century, our, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Qualms or whatever on sex. You know, our weirdness about sex has gone away a lot. Um, and what I was going to say with, you know, the, the sharing the marriage bed, you know, people are understanding more than relationships, like all the different levels of relationships. There's your emotional relationship with your partner. There's your, you know, daily relationship. There's your intimate you know, both physical and emotional relationships. So having that many quotes or having that, that many things about having a positive marital bed experience, uh, that makes sense to me. That's kind of nice because that shows uh, a little more equality because mm-hmm. that goes back to the sexism of, you know, men uh, being the ruler. And as long as, as long as I came, it's all good. You know, yeah, now, now I came now, give me my baby. <laughs> Exactly. So, so I kind of appreciate that where they're, they're diving more into an equal balance of that. I like so that. I, I enjoy, like, I like that too. I I'll like, once again, I'll say that I also liked that it's more direct with the, the unwanted pregnancy, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I'm sure that there are plenty of churches out there who handle it better than others, you know, cause there are, I've, I've talked to pastors or, you know, at least their congregation who are very, they're pragmatists. You know what I mean? Like, right. They're like, no, no, we get how the world works. We're not in the fucking stone ages. And it's like, no, we get how psychology works. We get. And so <clears throat> that's why I was saying like, this isn't, a slight on religion at all. It was just me being like, why are they so against it? And right. you were curious, just curious. And so, but like, yeah, so I found out lots of good things. Like they're very, they're not against sex by any means. It's just the sex before. Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, if you want to just leave it at this of like more mess comes before than when you're actually in love and married yeah you're probably right i that being said i'm not for abstinence by any stretch of the imagination Mm -hmm. um i think forced abstinence is terrible Mm -hmm. i think if you're going to make a kid uh if you're gonna make them practice abstinence you better buy them a membership to an MMA gym yeah, <laughs> or something, you know what I mean? Fucking buy <laughs> gonna need an outlet. <laughs> going to need an outlet, dude. And so, 
Uh, I think I did read that because like there was a lot of stuff about how the church is starting to come around to that where they saw this weird backlash. Um, Not a backlash of just, it didn't work of like being so strong of like, you better fucking not. I think. Right. And I don't know if this is what they do, but it's you released him because it, I, I remember a lot of organizations getting upset where it's like, you can't teach them sex ed, but it's like they, you know what I mean? Cause like the thought is if you teach it to them, they're going to do it. But that same logic didn't apply to dare where it's like, don't you teach them about drugs? Cause they're going <laughs> to go do it. Dude. I remember yeah. when I took sex ed, my thought wasn't, I'm going, going to like go out and screw everyone because now I know how the penis and vagina work. My thought was I'm going to wear three condoms when I have sex because I no way I want to get anyone pregnant or get a disease. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of what I got out of it. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't sexy at all. Dude, looking at like atomically correct uh, or like, you know, the anatomy of like the inside, the urethra and this. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty sight. Well, it wasn't, nah. Mm-mm. Not good times. So, but yeah, man, I think, I think we come, a, I think we've come a long way. I think uh, even, I mean, it's like when you just get down to sex in general, um, it becomes starts becoming real weird because like I said earlier, like what I think is okay. You may not think is okay. Very true. Um, so, Oh, it's an interesting topic. Thanks. So you give me a bit to think about and study on, but I'm going to have to go. Uh-oh, I lost you. Are you still there? No. I think we lost him. Should we wait a couple seconds? Well, I'll just say this while he's going because I think he was saying goodbye anyway. That was my topic. If you think you can prove wrong, that meddlesome jerk on Instagram, on Yahoo, find me. Prove me wrong. Um, also, oh, no, I guess that's it. I kind of, I feel like I've said everything I needed to say on the subject. So thank you for listening. Thank you to my guest, Greg who disappeared because I'm assuming he got so hot and bothered he had to go rub one out. Thank you for listening. Stay safe.
listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of That Meddlesome Jerk.